Hello and welcome to the Today Not Tomorrow podcast. My name is Oscar Isaacson and this podcast is brought to you by TNT Fitness. We are sponsored by Whoop. If you want to measure your recovery, see if you are good to go. If you need to take a rest day, the Whoop strap helps give you feedback on that. You can go to join.whoop.com slash TNT. You get the first month off and you get the strap for free. To stay up to date on the events we do at the gym, make sure you open the newsletter and keep an eye on the calendar at the gym. We are going to be closed on July 4th. That's a Sunday, so no classes on July 4th. That's a Sunday. We are going to start doing the swim watts pretty soon, so keep your eyes posted on uh, the TNT page on Facebook. We're going to start organizing a few swim workouts. Today's daily topic is going to be a Q&A. I got some good questions on Instagram. We're going to cover vitamin C, hydration, probiotics, meal prep, and competition programming. The first question was from a person that takes a vitamin C supplement. They asked me, I'm taking a vitamin C supplement. Is that necessary? Do I need to keep taking this supplement? Vitamin C is awesome. You definitely need it. Without vitamin C, you get scurvy and that is not good. However, even if you have a subpar diet, you are still most likely getting enough vitamin C. One of the main sources for people in the US to get vitamin C is actually potatoes. And that doesn't mean that potatoes has a ton of vitamin C in them. That just means that people love potatoes and that's how little um, fruit and vegetables they eat in general. The recommended daily intake of vitamin C is about 65 to 90 milligrams of vitamin C. And as an example, if you eat one bell pepper, you get 120 milligrams of vitamin C. So vitamin C, it should be super easy for you to get. If you have some broccoli, some Brussels sprouts, you have an orange, you have some bell peppers, some potatoes. If you just eat fruits and vegetables, then you will be just fine with vitamin C. Some supplements have crazy high amounts of vitamin C and that's just overkill. That's not necessarily natural. It's not gonna be dangerous per se because it it's a water-soluble vitamin, so you can flush it out of the system real quick, but supplementing with it, not necessary. Eating vegetables and fruit, very necessary. The second question was about hydration. I like to recommend your body weight divided by two in ounces. So let's say you weigh 200 pounds, uh, 200 divided by two, 100, that's how many ounces of water you need. So pounds divided by two, just take that into ounces. That should be your bare minimum. This time of the year when we're sweating like crazy, maybe you need even more. So if you're someone that likes water, uh, keeps a water bottle close by, good for you. If you're someone who gets headaches frequently, if your muscles are very achy, if your urine is very dark colored, then you need to up the water intake. You've probably seen me making jokes about not needing to stop and drink during a workout and sometimes I do that just for fun, but there's also a lot of truth to that as well. While you're working out, all your blood flow is going towards your muscles because you're trying to do as much work as possible. When you stop and drink, now you have to direct blood flow to your stomach to deal with the water that's coming in. It's taking time from the workout. It's taking resources, which is your blood going from your muscles, going to your stomach. Let's say we're doing a workout with uh, pull-ups, running, whatever. You're always moving your own body weight. If you stop to drink, 
you're weighing yourself down, you're slowing yourself down, not to mention all the clutter that's on the floor with water bottles all over the place. It's just an accident waiting for happen. Someone steps on a water bottle, someone drops a, a barbell on a water bottle. I'm all for drinking a lot of water and you do that 23 hours of the day when you're not working out. During that hour when you work out, you don't drink water. When you sweat, which we do a lot of right now at the gym, you're not just losing water, you're losing salt and you're losing electrolytes. So when you're done working out, let's say you step into the gym at 200 pounds, you leave the gym. If you haven't weighed yourself after the gym, you need to do this right away because you can see yourself going from 200 pounds to 195 pounds easily in one workout. And at that time, you haven't lost five pounds of fat. That's not how it works. You've sweated out a lot. And now for you to recover, be ready for the next workout, you need to put that water back into you. And it's not just water, it's water, it's salt, it's electrolytes. Don't be afraid to use salt when you cook. If you are doing a good job already with eating whole foods, not a whole lot of processed stuff, you don't end up with a ton of salt in your diet. So people get a ton of salt in their diet if they live off of Taco Bell, McDonald's, Papa John's. But if you eat meat, meat and vegetables, nuts and seed, if you cook the stuff yourself, you don't end up with a ton of salt in your diet. So um, feel free to put salt on your food, use hot sauce, Use salsa. Um, I recommend drinking pickle juice to people. You're not gonna drink the whole jar of it, but taking a couple ounces of it is a fun little shot to get some more salt and electrolytes back into the system. Quick summary of the hydration. Body weight divided by two in ounces. That's the bare minimum. Electrolytes, you're gonna get that from fruits and veggies. Don't be afraid to put a little bit of salt on your food. A shot of pickle juice is a good way to go. And something that I like using as well is liquid IV. You can pick that up at Costco. That is a great option as well if you're very sweaty. Weigh yourself before a workout, weigh yourself after a workout just to see how much are you losing. And then you need to put that back into the system so it's not just one big glass of water or a big shake. Sometimes it needs a little bit more than that. Uh, fruit. Watermelon, berries, those are things that are nice and cool that's gonna help hydrate you as well during the summer. The third question I got was probiotics question mark. If you walk into a GNC and ask them about probiotics, they'll probably give you a long list of stuff that you absolutely have to have. It's gonna make a huge difference for you. But if you look at the actual research, if you ask a researcher on probiotics, you'll right away figure out that this is super murky. It's not very clear at all what's good for some people. It's not good for other people. Some populations do better with certain types of probiotics. Some populations that are very happy, that are very healthy miss uh, certain strains altogether. This is going to be uh, very interesting to follow 10 years from now, 20 years from now, 30 years from now. But right now, there's not a solid probiotic that's going to give you tons of benefit. I'm not saying that the bacteria in your gut isn't super important. It is. It's probably vital to your health. But how you influence it is not by buying a pill at the store. It's not decided on what strain is the best. Does it need to be stored at a refrigerator temperature? Is the bacteria actually alive when you eat it, when you get it in the capsule? And is it going to survive the acid that you have in your stomach and make it into the larger intestine? Supplementing with a probiotic is super dicey. 
but probiotics are still super important. And how you take care of the bacteria in your gut is by uh, sleeping well, exercising, managing the stress in your life, make sure that you get uh, vegetables and fruit, make sure that you feed that bacteria with fiber and other nutrients that make it past the small intestine into the larger intestine so it's not just uh, hyper-processed and sugary foods. The fourth question I got was about meal prep. The key to meal prep is to be not picky. If you're picky about food, if it always has to be a new recipe, if it always has to be fresh, this is going to be hard to do. It's going to require a lot of cooking and effort on your part. My advice to you is to try and embrace making larger batches. It's barbecue season. Whenever you break the grill out, maybe once a week, throw on a bunch of pork tenderloin, throw on a bunch of fish, get some chicken on there. Make sure that you have protein ready to go and cooked in the fridge. So whenever you need a meal, you got a couple of proteins to choose from. And then from there, you just got to pair that with vegetables. I just found a new cauliflower rice at um, Costco that's really good. It's from the Tattooed Chef. But you can find uh, other vegetables that are super quick to do. When you're doing that meal prep on the barbecue, uh, you can get some sweet potatoes on there. You can do some tomatoes, some bell preppers. It doesn't matter. Just do big batches. Make some big batches and now it's in the fridge. It's ready to go. Yes, you're going to heat it up. Yes, you're going to have to eat it after it's been sitting there for a couple of days. Maybe there's some prebiotics growing in there. That'll be good for you. You can't be picky with this stuff when it comes to meal prep. It gets a little bit soggy, but it is what it is. It's going to be good for you. You'll embrace it. You'll get used to it. And that is going to make cooking way easier when you come come home from the gym at 7 p.m. You're hot. You're sweaty. You don't feel like cooking. And that's when you've knocked out the big batches so you have everything set already. You have the protein already, you have the vegetables. Now you just need one more thing to kind of tie this meal together. And this is where a lot of people ruin it with, ruin it with a bunch of um, sugary stuff. Or maybe it's a dressing that's just full of soybean oil. You need some better stuff. There's a tzatziki I really like that you can pick up at Costco. There's a, a sauce called bitchin' sauce that's got some decent ingredients in it as well. Be picky with the sauces. The sauces is going to be tricky for a lot of people. Don't overdo it. Actually grab a tablespoon and measure stuff out and see how many servings is in that stuff. You can't put a limited amount of ranch on your healthy meal and think that you're getting away with something. Don't set yourself up for a failure by making it too dry of a meal and don't make it too tasty by covering it in a tasty sauce. The last question I got was competition programming from TNT question mark. If you're looking to compete, then you need some extra programming. You need to go above and beyond. You can't just do what the class is doing. It needs to be more. It needs to be more challenging. It needs to be more intense. I've sent programming myself. I've sent programming to uh, John D and Ashley to get ready for CrossFit competition. Uh, Lindy and Coach Courtney, they have a ton of online athletes that they send extras to. The basics uh, is the group class. The group class is going to cover 90% of the things that you need, but we are not looking to do a ton of handstand walking, one-legged squats, handstand push-ups, bar muscle-ups. For Rick and Sally, who are uh, 40 years old and works 40 hours a week at a desk, 
those are not things that are going to be great fit for them when it comes to working out. We need to do something that's more accessible, more bang for our buck, and even safer. And that is why uh, if you're looking to compete, you need to do some extras. You need to get with Courtney, you need to get with Lindy, and get some more work to do to focus in on the things that you need to improve on on your own. The quote of the week is, if you haven't tried yet, how would you know? This is a little bit of a goofy quote, but I like it. Sometimes you just dismiss something right away. You haven't even tried it. You barely thought about it. It was a challenge or something that was put out there and you immediately shut it down saying, I don't want to do it. I can't do it. It's not for me. How do you know it's not for you? If you haven't tried it, how do you know it's not for you? This can apply to going for a new one rep max on a lift. This could go for trying a new vegetable that you haven't done before, or maybe it's a competition, a 5K race, a 10K race that you can sign up for. If you haven't tried it yet, how would you know? If there's something that you're shutting down right away without trying it, think about it again, reconsider, sign up for something. I always tell people you gotta give it at least and three tries to really know if you like it or don't like it. If three sounds like a little bit many, if we're talking about a 10K race or a competition, a vegetable, give it at least one try. At least one try and you'll be surprised what you find. <laughs>